need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. I'm Becca. And I'm AMQ. And this is I Got You, Boo. Hello, hello. Hi. What a week. End. End. <laughs> this is off to a great start. <laughs> oh, what a week. End. What a week is what you meant. It's what I meant. Why? Why are we saying that? Well, here's your warning, Boo Crew. <laughs> We're recording on an evening. <laughs> Monday evening. Of a weekday. Of a weekday. So that's like, if you've been around, you know. Something about our Monday evening recordings. I don't know. I don't know. I had a great day, but it's Monday. It's not the weekend anymore. So then it just feels weird. It just feels weird to record. It's it's light out. The last time we recorded, though, it was dark. Ooh, so good point. This brings up my spirits a ton. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, we'll talk about why we're recording on the weekday. And but first. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> But first, first, it's very important to me that we give Becca. Oh, God. <laughs> we're really jumping in. Floor. The floor that she needs for We're going to talk about some rants and some raves. We're going to rave and we're going to rant. Yep. But Becca's has to come first. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> Decision, decisions were made. And I don't always like to read instructions. I'm just going to start off with that. Sometimes I just like to look at things, whether I'm putting together furniture or using a new product, and I just fucking go for it. And I'm like, I'm going to figure this Process out. Process of osmosis. Process of you just You just put it to your head. And yeah. It just... I'm like, this looks like this is what I do with this. Cool. <laughs> so it ended up being... <laughs> first things first. I have been wanting to try the Isle of Paradise tanning drops for quite some time now. So I get a little litty. Not sponsored. Not sponsored, but we could yet. Be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a great commercial for you all. Ad break. <laughs> <laughs> Dreams. Soon enough. So I wanted to try it out and I got a little litty titty and ended up ordering some. Go figure. It's pretty much the story of my life. I, I think about things and I think when I get a little litty in on my couch, I just have the balls to like do it. Take it out of that cart and let's get that bitch shipped. It's because you look up at your stars. <laughs> In my <Yeah>. galaxy light. <laughs> that was a great purchase when I was Liddy Titty. You know what else is a great purchase? This. So I was like, oh, let's be smart, Beck, and don't put in the highest amount of tanning drops. You just like, it's a little dropper and you mix it in your moisturizer and it's supposed to go on evenly and it's going to be fantastic. And I put in like a few drops and then I like before bed and I woke up and I was like, oh, it didn't really do much. So I put in the whole little like the highest amount that it tells you. I think it's like 10 drops and you're supposed to wait like four to six hours. And I was like, okay, that pretty, that worked a little bit better. Now I'm feeling a little ballsy. And that night, so let's, let's do math. Um, this is within a 24 hour period. I was about to go to bed that night. So it was the same day in the morning. I put 10 in. And I liked it. And then at night I was like, let's just go for it. So that way I can wake up and it's like Christmas morning for my face. And I put 10 more. <laughs> so I did 24 drops in a 24 hour period, which is double over double what you're supposed to put on your face. And I woke up and I was like, oh no, what have I 
done? <laughs> what have I done? I woke up. It was streaky because I was like, I'm going to fall asleep with, on my back so that way it dries, right? But no, because I rolled on my side. So I had like smears on my cheeks where I was laying down on the pillow. And it was just, it was a little more orange than I would have liked. But again, I put on double. So what did I expect to happen? So uh, shout out to Neutrogena makeup <laughs> removers. And I just tried to like buffer and exfoliate. And now it's settled and it's fine. But, and now I love it. So it ended up being like my fail or my rant and my rave. Because once you use it correctly and you're just patient with it, which I'm not really a patient person. I'm working on it, but neither yeah. it's fine. I'm not working on it. So. I'm, it's just not a thing. Listen, you got to be honest with yeah. yourself. Like patient. What do you mean? I got to be pregnant for nine months and not to meet a human I'm going to grow inside me. That's like the ultimate test That's of patience. That's true. That's very true. So it ended up being my favorite thing. Like, You're fucked. It's, it's my favorite. <laughs> it's fantastic. And then rant what was it reminiscent to like Jersey Shore? No. Bad no, tanning. no, it's not that. I needed in those days, I needed somebody to physically rip me out of the tanning bed. Because Oh yeah, me too. Plug it in, plug it in. I used to honestly, up until like the last two summers would use the phrase jokingly, but it was like secretly not jokingly. If you can't tone it, tan it. So I would like live by that. I don't think I've ever heard it's of stupid. that. What does that mean? Like if you can't tone that part of your body, just tan it and it'll look better. Or like if you can't. Oh, yeah. stupid. I thought you meant like, I thought you meant like toner. Like no, on no, your no. Face, like tone that part of your body. I also don't. Oh, yeah. got it. Okay. So, um. Always learning. <laughs> Always learning. So this was uh, not that bad. Not that bad at all. But I like how it's okay. settled now. None of my students noticed today, which makes me feel like it's subtle enough because they would have, if it was any type of out of sorts, they'd be like, Miss Chi, goes wrong with your face? So since they didn't do that, I feel like it was a win. But what did they notice today? Thank God. I don't think if they did notice, they were polite enough not to say it. Ladies and gentlemen, my rant is about the inseams of pants. So <laughs> I have, I typically, I will forever love Old Navy. I love Old Navy clothes. Shout out to Old Navy. It's the best. And I have these pair of like um, striped, like just casual slacks, like pants. And I had them for a few years now. And I happened to look down. <laughs> I went to the bathroom in like my five minute break. I had to pee. And I went to look down and it was torn on the inner thigh inseam like a busted can of motherfucking biscuits. And I just like right on the seam up to the Pikachu. And I was like, if I lunged or did any type of position to like bend down with my kids, for example, they would have seen my, like my lady bits would have been on display. And immediately I was like, was my ass hanging out all day? Was my ass hanging out all day? So I panicked, went and got a stapler, put my pants inside out and tried to staple up the inseam. And I was like, ooh, saved. Go me, self high five. Joke's on me because the next class period started and I dropped a pack of papers and I bent over and I heard it. And because there was, it was put together with staples and not a sewing machine, it ripped worse. So I just sat. Yeah, I saw the, I saw the. Yeah, I sat her bear. I was like, do you need a laugh? Look what the fuck just happened. Thick thighs, thicker than a snicker. Busted. And I was like, you guys need, can you get that? And they were looking at me weird. Like, why isn't she getting up? And I was like, can you pass? She go, did you pull something? <laughs> yeah. Yes. My soul. And I'm going to save your eyeballs from <laughs> being lasered into your pupils. And I'm not going to get up right now. 
So you're going to have to pass these out. So yeah, everyone almost saw my lady bits uh, and my whole ass almost hung out. I was like, you are, it was like two inches from a lip hanging out. Wow. See, here we go. Vaginas. Vaginas. Other than that, everything's going great. We love talking about vaginas. Well, (laughs) speaking of vaginas, I'm just kidding. (laughs) My, my, uh, okay. So, all right. So I feel as though sometimes our rants and our raves, well, sometimes our rants start off as rants and then become our raves and then vice versa. (laughs) So I feel like that's what's, what this situation is. So I'm going to start with my rave. So on Saturday, yeah, this whole Saturday's R4 adventure thing. So that means essentially getting outside. That's what that usually means. I was super excited to go and hike somewhere that isn't down the street Mm. from where we live, which we have a lot of really awesome greenery, which is something that a lot of people don't realize. Like, yes, Toronto is a city, but we have a lot of really amazing parks and, and we have a river system close to our place. So that's really great for Luna and everything and for us. But we couldn't get in our car because we are actually not allowed to leave our area code. More on that oh later. I can't. Please put that one on the back burner. It's just sizzle there for a second. Okay. So we go to our neighborhood park, the one that knows us so well, recognizes us. The willow trees, they just willow when they come. When, when, we, when we visit them, they just see us. They're like, wow, some Pocahontas type. That's shit. how familiar we are with this park. So we go. It was great. I had a great, had a great time. I woke up the next morning <laughs> not really remembering how great. I know I had a good, like, I know I had a good time, but I don't really remember <laughs> how good of a time I had. It felt as if I was, like, abducted by aliens. <laughs> like I kind of had, like, a vague, a vague memory of fun huh. and outside. Wow. But if I circle back to why that might have been, it's because I had a space bear. Yeah. And so I was in space for most of the day. And then the next day I was like, wow, that day was full of outside and a lot of snacks. That's all I remember. (laughs) You were really one with nature. And snacks. And snacks. I was very one with nature and snacks. (laughs) Oh, and by Saturday, I totally mean Friday. Yep, that's what I mean. It wasn't Saturday. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we were at, we were very busy. Yes, we were. Not in space. Not in space. space. Very much grounded. <laughs> no, so ground. Yeah, like attached to the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, so now circling back. So that's like my rave, I guess. Yeah. Now, here's the thing, though. Because we couldn't leave because of the area code thing. That has to do with our restrictions up here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So I know that when I talk to my American friends, ergo Becca, and I explain. Ergo. Here's another fucking word, man. There's always one. There's always All a these word. Regulations. What the fuck is ergo? Like, there we go. <laughs> Let me Google this because I need a fucking Webster dictionary. Okay, you already know this story. So please just Google, Google while I speak. So let me tell the boo crew about my rave. Rant. I never get those right. <laughs> They're one and the same. Just keep going. You're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> so we couldn't leave the area code because apparently that's the restriction that we have. 
And that's fine. Listen, I'm just trying to do what I got to do as a nice citizen abiding by all the rules so that I can get in a car and drive to Becca and play bocce with her family for fuck's sake. That is all I want to do. I just want to get in my car. I want to drive to the nice Westchester Philly neighborhood and I'm going to play some bocce with some oldies. Okay. That's all I want. So if you want me to stay inside, I will stay inside. But telling me that I can't get in my car to drive to a waterfall where I will be outside with no humans around is just infuriating. They're quite literally like, telling you to not don't go chasing waterfalls, QTLC. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Yes. Like, yes. What do you mean don't go chasing? Please. This, has, have you been chasing waterfalls, <laughs> Doug Ford? Maybe you should. <laughs> Maybe you would understand why all of us want to be outside more. Okay? Yeah. So, anywho, not that I like to get political, but I'm infuriating. And then we're like, fine, whatever. Let's be good citizens. Let's do it. It's fine. But the thing about where I live is that there's a regulation, and then there's, like, amendments to the regulation, and then you're like, what regulation was amended? Like, which one? Like, so which, which thing can I do and can't I do now? For example... We now can have our children playing on playgrounds. Okay. Two days ago, they were covered with caution tape. Oh, okay. Yeah, like the apocalypse now. It's crazy. But we can't go to the dollar store so that I can get a battery to put in my thermometer so that I can track my basal temperature so that I can get pregnant. Can we pause real quick? Can we pause real quick on a basal temperature? Does that go into your vagina? Like a turkey baster? What's a basal temperature? It's my it's my baseline for my temperature. So how do you like in your butthole? No, you put a thermometer in your mouth. Oh, I thought basal was a special type of temperature reading. Never mind, carry on, keep going. It's your basal, like your base. Oh, I thought you meant like okay, yep, never mind. <laughs> I thought you had to take it a certain way. I thought it was the temperature of your vagina. I th- you thought I had to take it in the butt? Yeah, I thought it was the temperature of like your your. Fucking of your vagina. <laughs> great. Cool, cool, cool. This is going great. Uh, okay. Never mind. All right. I have nothing to say. Usually I have something to say. I have nothing to say to that. So point is, Ugh. we. I couldn't go to the, I can't go to the, the, to the battery place. I can't go to the dollar store. So now we have to support Amazon and buy a $30 battery for a thermometer that is less than $30, which means we're, we're going to end up just buying a new thermometer. The point is the regulations don't make sense. It's very infuriating. Yeah. And it's just, it makes me feel, oh, oh, wait, there's a better, there's a greater addition. So today I go outside. Every morning I take Luna for her peep, okay? I fill her cup before I fill mine. It's really annoying. <laughs> or empty her Children, cup. you know? <laughs> Dog turs. Um, so I go outside and usually I do this like little boomerang for all the people of the Instagrams, you know, to see how cute my dog is every morning. I'm like, Hey, look at me. I'm the best dog mom ever. 5.15 AM. La di da. Okay. This morning I didn't do that. Concerned. Didn't do it. You know why? Be- exactly. Everyone's like, what happened? Where is she? Is she okay? <laughs> is she napping? What happened? What's, what's happening? Like, <laughs> okay. It's because I went downstairs in my elevator and I'm like trying to use my boomerang and Instagram isn't working because I have zero bars. Those five bars on your cell phone that you have that are like, that you ignore and you don't appreciate it all. They're not there. <laughs> 
So I come back upstairs and I'm like, did I pay my phone bill? The answer is yes. Like, I'm not irresponsible. I'm an adult. Okay. And I was like, I know I've paid for it. Whatever. I go, I like Google. My phone line, the largest carrier in Canada is down. So you can't talk to Uh, people and you can't go outside. In case anyone is wondering, it is now the evening. So that was at 6 a.m. It is 6 p.m. current time. And there are still no bars. So now when I go outside, the only place we're allowed to be in nature, right? Yeah. I have no contact with the outside world in case something happens. This is not safe. You can't even drop a pin. This is an apocalypse. We are like, you have to, I'm laughing, but crying inside because I'm just like, what is life? What is life? I mean, maybe it's their way of telling us to stay inside. That's a sick, right? Do you think that's real? Do you think that's really what they're doing? Maybe. That's fucked. Listen, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, so let's not open up the game. Yeah, this could go <laughs> and Yeah, this could go south. But but it but it, sometimes you're just like, what? Ha-? I mean, I don't want to believe the conspiracy theories, but this time I was like, but so okay, so now my cell phone doesn't work outside. Like that's scary stuff. That's like That's some some like black mirror. I look outside, there's like nobody on the highway. I'm on three highways, everyone. So that's a lot of non-people on the three highways. Okay. What? And then I can't use my cell phone. I'm like, what? And then, and then this one sends me a message yesterday being like, my mom and dad just want you guys to come down. Yeah. Okay. Let them know <laughs> that the second that this mobile vaccination crew do, 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 do is over here with like the ice cream truck, truck noise. Passion. I will be going there <laughs> immediately. And that my friends is why we call it a rant. <laughs> That was the, that was Sometimes great. I confuse it with a rave. Apparently <laughs> I think the word rave confuses me because I used to be a, you like go a like, rave kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you want to boots and cats it up. Yeah. Boots I want to like, I want to wear like mesh and lace and neon. <laughs> neon. <laughs> okay. Anyways, wrapping that up. Um, that's crazy though. Cause that sounds like a different world. Cause ours is like starting to kind of open not up. That. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to say not that. Listen, I don't want to get you upset. <laughs> I'm just going to say we're like not that. So then when she like so there's times where, oh, well, when are we going to record this weekend? And I like kind of maybe have a tentative plan to go outside. I always am hesitant because I'm like, shit, she like literally can't go outside. So <laughs> now I really can't. Now she really like, who can't. knows when I'm going to get a cell phone back? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Would you play? Would you play Snake if you had it on your cell phone? You remember Snake? Oh my, snake Snake is, that's a long time. How old were we when there was Snake? That was like seventh on, grade. My Nokia. Yeah, Nokia. Oh my God. I had a pink one. I mean, maybe. Of course, I. so did I. The, like, my, is your phone number the same as it was when your first cell phone? Or did you ever switch? No, no. I, you know, listen, there's sometimes in your life where you oh. separate yourself from people. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get it. My, <laughs> mine's been the same, which I think I should probably change. That's a whole. My ex-boyfriend still has the same phone number that I got for him when I bought him a cell phone. <gasps> and I know it because it's like matchy-matchy to mine. <laughs> Stop. So I'll never forget his phone <laughs> Let's call him right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> New game. <laughs> I love him. He's, he's a great human being. I mean, he wasn't, but I still love <laughs> people that are in your life that you're like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're like glad, glad you existed. You know that Taylor Swift song? <laughs> Yes. I forgot that you existed. I forgot that you existed. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Actually, you kind of nailed that pitch-wise. That was great. Wow. I feel like I've smoked a pack of cigarettes, and I've never smoked a, pa- a cigarette in my life. I have a lot of, like, 
Must be from being inside in the dust. <laughs> oh my God. Everything that goes wrong is going to revert back to her having to be inside. Well, <laughs> I have gas. It's probably because I can't go outside and let it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying she has gas. I was just using that as a horrible experience, ex- like example. Also, I tried to Google ergo. What? How did you spell I it? I spelled it wrong. Do you want to know why I spelled it wrong? Because a line of guns came up. <laughs> so now it looks like I was Googling handguns. <laughs> is it not? Oh, it's wow. not R-A. Ergo is E-R-G-O. And it and it really just means like therefore or ergo. I feel like Southwestern <laughs> movies would have that in it. Ergo, another for that reason because of that. Like that's essentially what it means. Anyways, okay. So yeah, it doesn't start with. We an had a wonder. No, it's not air. Yeah, this it's is not. an Airbud. You're right. Okay. Yep. Absolutely right. <laughs> Airpod. Airpods. <laughs> Airplane. <laughs> this is er like the show. Okay, so anyway, (laughs) we had a great weekend. Let's switch gears here. We love a good gear shifting moment. Love a good gear shifting moment. So we did that thing that we do where we like like to level up ourselves and become better versions of the people we already are and attend conferences that will let us do that. Mm -hmm. So that's what we did. We did that. We attended something called the Rose Retreat. However, this year, because of the simple fact that all the things that I was just talking about, about the global pandemic, it was actually called the Reset Retreat Mm -hmm. and really aptly named because they just covered a lot of things that wouldn't have been covered for sure if this was an in real life event. So we'll be talking about some of the panels that really, really, really touched us, all of them really, but you know how that goes. You'll connect with one more than another. And a lot of it was just the reset that I know I needed. I find that for some reason, I don't know what it is, but when Becca and I do these and attend these, this is like our fourth, I want to say this was like our fourth live event. Yeah. Three or four. Yeah. Together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I just feel like for whatever reason, even though we schedule them ahead of time, right? It's like we buy the tickets ahead. It's not like we're like, tomorrow we need to feel better. So we're going <laughs> right, to right, right. plan ahead. But it just happens to be exactly what I need. And maybe that's like, maybe it has like a placebo effect. Who knows? But I was sitting there just like, what? I just needed this so much. And full disclosure, I'll speak on behalf of both of us, but you can speak to this too. We felt so much more connected to this event because of the fact that we had Gabby. Mm -hmm. So the wonderful Gabby Mail, half of the founder group, founder group. I'm just the worst today. Creating duo. She's, yes, she's co-founder of the Rose Tweets with Mick Zazen, Zazon. I do this all the time. She's going to kill me when she listens to these. She's going to be like, Amanda, say my name right. (laughs) (laughs) Amanda. Who's Amanda? Come on. Yeah, who's Amanda? Exactly. (laughs) She'll be like, she'll be like, do you want me to... You want me to call you AMQ? She's going to call you Quarantino. Say my name right. She's going to call you Quarantino, like I did for the first three months of our friendship. Okay, so she, her, Gabby and Mick are the co-founders of the Rose Retreat. And Gabby, we were so blessed to have her on the pod 
last week. Mm-hmm. I know temporarily speaking, when y'all listen to these like way after, this might not make sense. But the point is <laughs> that before this episode, Gabby was on an episode and she spoke so eloquently about body liberation and gave us some sneak peeks into this weekend and they just didn't disappoint. Mm-mm. They didn't disappoint. Um, and it was a great weekend at the Rose Retreat. And I've been wanting to say this, so I'm going to say it. I have a little note in my phone. Oh, shit. And I would just like to say that together we rose. <gasps> oh! No wonder you didn't tell me first. <laughs> no, you're laughing, but I'm being serious. That is so true. It's true. It is. Together we rose. Like, to, you know when you're, you're like, we could not be more apart right now. Yes. <laughs> we could not. <laughs> we couldn't. Be more apart. But, woo, like, it was great. And there was a live chat feature and we made so many new friends. Oh, it was just yep. so lovely. So I let Becca talk now. What the fuck am I going to follow that I up like with? My words. That was really beautiful. Just, that was great. And I think, and I couldn't agree more. I would say, dare I say, of all of the ones, the virtual, God knows what it's going to be like when we can actually sit next to each other. Oh, but um, I know. I don't even, I don't even, maybe we won't talk to each other. Yeah. Don't even look at me. Actually sit in a different room. <laughs> We're going to sit. Maybe we'll be friends. We'll, we'll be so like focused on becoming friends with everyone else that are no! out the window. <laughs> oh, that was so Anyway, cheese. <laughs> New podcast, who dis? <laughs> Just kidding. But um, now I don't know how to come back. Stop laughing me too hard. Could you imagine if we just like didn't talk? Okay. But um, I do feel like of all the ones we've attended, I think this has been the most impactful. I And I don't think it was because of the timeliness of it, which... Yes, like you said, we knew for a while that we were going to be attending this retreat. Yeah. But it just so happens that, like, the universe connects. And I don't think it's a placebo effect. I think that it's really just kismet. Is that the word? When it's, like, meant to be. And um, I'm sorry, what? I don't know. Now you have no, a word. No, just go. Just keep going. I don't think it's the right word. <laughs> Serendipitous? Yes, there it is. Same thing. Same, same, but different. They're not the same. Okay. They're actually very different. All right. I do think that, like, that, that that's why. I kind of new because we had spoken to Gabby and we can see the itinerary of what we're going to be speaking on or speaking about. Speaking on, ooh, was that a, ooh, was that a Freudian mm, slip? Freudian slip. Freudian slip. <laughs> see on the panel, we're available. So I think that- I'm definitely available. Yeah, for sure available. <laughs> I just, I'm not saying we're, we're not available, but I'm not not saying we're available. <laughs> We've already bought our tickets for the next event. So we're definitely so going to be there. We've made moves in our calendar. We've moved all the other important things that we had to do on that weekend. Yeah. I canceled my wedding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying. We got two mics. We warned everyone that this was going to take us a while yeah. to say what we had to say. We have two mics and a podcast. really long. Hashtag I got you boot can- a pa- panel for October because they have another one coming up. But point of story is this was beautiful and we're going to dive into it. Okay. Let's go. Yeah, it was great. Together we rose. Together we rose. I wrote it down. Ooh, actually, should we, we, I'm not asking that question. I'm answering the question for myself. We should really talk about just quickly. So the rose events, the rose retreats, rose is not just for shits. They didn't just decide to name it rose because the rose is a beautiful flower, but it stands for restore, overcome, self-love, empower, which it's 
again, this, it was just exactly that. Mm-hmm. So yes, let's dive right in. So how do we want to do this? Oh, so many incredible incredible speakers. Yeah, so I guess I we know. should you, let's you start with saying that we are not at all going to try and unpack this entire weekend. We really thought that no. we were going to be able to put this in one episode and have it be like a mm-hmm. a fun little like debriefing. However, because of the power that this weekend was and because we actually are what is life going to be having some of the speakers from the panels on the podcast and our whole mission is to uplift those voices so that is what we are going to do and we are going to give them the respectful time and space to speak on a lot of what we experienced and learned uh we're just gonna talk about the first one which was actually touched on from gabby talked about it the roots of body positivity she mentioned this amq and i were just talking about this actually because we do have an episode called what body. Yes, we do. We were literally just talking about it before we hit record on this. Yes. Yes. And we knew we, we going into it in our mini. sode we talk about how we are going to be learning and unlearning. And that is Mm -hmm. exact. This weekend was all of the unlearning and relearning and how powerful words are. What were your thoughts on the, the roots of body positivity? That panel was with Elise Santiago, who I adore so adore she's like a human rainbow i quite yes literally figuratively emotionally (laughs) i just you could feel how warm spirited she is through the screen so i can't imagine what her presence is like it's like beaming through the screen yeah i agree meg boggs who i love 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 yes and adrian bennett who is a powerhouse human and spoke so her affirmations that she gave were just I want them tattooed on my body. Our affirmations inspired both of our yep. posts that weekend. Yes, <laughs> yes, because there was there was no way not to. Like I just kept. Yeah, yeah. It was so powerful. We love we love a good affirmation around here. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We love a good affirmation. I have to give all the claps and snaps to Mick and Gabby and the entire events team for mm-hmm. the Rose Retreats. To even they have a they had they actually brought on a diversity and inclusive. I'm going to mess this up, but I, a diversity and inclusivity board, basically consultants, mm-hmm. right? To make sure that they were giving the humans who needed their voices amplified the proper platform to do it. And so just that alone, coming out the gate so strong with a topic that I know for a fact, based on looking at the chat, smacked a lot of people Mm -hmm. in the face in the right way. And now I'm saying this with so much empathy because a year ago I was hashtag body positive and Mm -hmm. body positivity advocate and hashtag body posy. I was all those things. Now, I'm not saying that like Gabby said, I'll take the words right out of her mouth from last episode. I'm not saying you can't be positive about your body. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you can't wake up in the morning and be like, mm, I look good today. I feel good today. That's fine. But the body positive movement was not created for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. So it was super nice to hear <laughs> who it was created for. And it was beautiful to be hearing from humans who are true advocates of the term being represented and given their their space to explain it. Mm-hmm. And and it, 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 it was one of those panels where I, I'll say this because it's what you say. I feel like 
three months ago, that panel would have made my butthole tight. Oh, yes. I would have been so uncomfortable. I would have been like, oh my God, like, you know what I mean? I would have do, been doing the whole searching my own page for things I've Panic said mode, or yep. how I've used. Right, totally. And I know that that happened for so many other people. And that's a good thing. Yes. That is a good thing. When you sign up for something like this, you need to be prepared to kind of get like a good learning, you know? And it was nice. It was really cool seeing it happen in real time. I'm those chats yeah, are so cool. They Being are able to see everybody have comments and be like, Ooh, yikes. Like that was right at me. Or, or I remember, um, I saw someone literally write going into my Instagram bio right now and changing that. And I love that, mm-hmm. like the immediate action. And it was, it was super, super inspiring. I also, yeah, I also think that because over time and even just since starting this podcast, we have gotten more comfortable sitting in the discomfort and being open totally, and being open to change and being open to being better. So I think that that's also why this resonated so much more. Elise Santiago, I have to quote her because she worded it just so perfectly when she starts to explain what that, what the roots of body positivity Mm -hmm. mean. And she said, body positivity is about more than the idea that all bodies are good bodies. It works to disrupt the system that marginalized bodies have had all this time. Um, We are worthy of love. Even in the moments where we feel like we don't love ourselves, yes, that is still positive, you know? And, um, but the systems that have disrupted all of this is what we need to do. And so, yes, you can be positive about your body, but you also need to recognize that there's a bigger battle to fight here. And it's not just how you feel about yourself. It's about amplifying and giving the same rights and the same treatment and the same respect to those marginalized bodies that have been held back from our systems that that have been created all these years. I literally in my notes have what everybody's definition of body positivity Mm. is. And I literally wrote like, Meg Boggs said, body positivity is acceptance of all bodies, marginalized bodies. Mm -hmm. And she was explaining how everywhere you turn, there's a different definition of it, which is exactly why this panel existed. And it has nothing to do with our own internal struggles. It's about what we can do to face the systemic discrimination that's going on in our world that still is. And yes, is it getting better? Of course, baby steps. But But because of panels like this and because of humans who put themselves in the line of fire like this and and teach us, right? Because we wouldn't know any better. Um, And she also said, um, I loved this because there was a lot of questions in the chat about, okay, well, how can I be an ally? How can I be an ally to the body positive movement without inserting myself into it? Because something that I was so afraid I would forget to mention, but I'm going to mention, thank goodness, is... (laughs) Um, I was like, I didn't. Thank even God know for this. your brain. But I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Thank goodness that my brain is operating on two Advils. <laughs> Yay. Okay, so I, <laughs> I am only bothered by this now, and it, it, there's nothing I can do about it. Really, I mean, there is, there is that we can speak on it, but there's nothing I can do about going back on it. But when you look up the hashtag mm. body positivity. Okay. The problem with that is that I I challenge all of you listening to this right now to go and search the hashtag body positivity, millions, millions of hashtags. Okay. And you will see more cis white women 
than not. Right. And that's the problem. That's a huge problem because it is literally watering down, diluting the presence on the internet to make a statement. That's it. Simple as that, you know? And I, this is me saying it as someone who is disappointed at myself Absolutely. for using it and not knowing any better, Agreed. right? Taking, I'm taking ownership. So she said, if you wanted to, if you want to be an ally, all of us do. Hi, hey, me. Hey, how are you? Be aware of the language used around fat people. It becomes overwhelming whenever people talk about their diets mm-hmm. and use good or bad labeling for food. We've already covered that a million times. <laughs> food is not good or bad. It has no moral value. It's also problematic when people are calling themselves fat, using fat as a bad word. Stop making assumptions about fat people. Oh, this one killed me. I actually Got like choked started up. crying. Yeah. I started crying on, it was like on, de- like on demand crying. She was like, do not congratulate fat people for movement. Yes. Oh, it just make, it actually like turned my stomach. And I was just like, oh, I, Again, because I've seen it happen. And it's coming from a, it's well-intended. It's coming from a good place. But if you see (sighs) someone in a larger body going for a walk or going for a run and you want to cheer them on and that's great and that's nice and that's kind hearted. But if you wouldn't do that same thing, seeing somebody in a smaller body doing that and you wouldn't feel that impulse, check your intention and check your why. Why do you feel like you need to celebrate somebody else? Because, and Meg worded this beautifully when she was like, you don't know how they're saying it. Are they saying it to be sarcastic? Because when you're in a larger body and you've lived a life of people making fun of you, you don't know what their intentions are because you don't know them. So instead, building that relationship and getting in the ring and having the conversations and building that rapport, then fine. (laughs) You know, then you know that that intention is where you're, you know, meaning, but if you don't know somebody and you're not making the efforts to do the work and build that rapport and have those conversations, then don't just cheer some somebody on in a larger body for movement. And I don't think we think about that because I wouldn't have, until no. that was spoken on, I was like, whoa, that's huge. I mean, would you congrats? But like, think about it. Cause I wouldn't like when I'm going out for my runs. Yep. I like nod at other runners. You know what I mean? Like you say, you do. Cause you're like in the like club or like as a, yeah, like as a dog mom, you see another dog mom yeah. and you, you're like, you say hi, right. right? But you're not like, you're doing great, sweetie. <laughs> Keep going. How many more Ks do you have? Oh my gosh, you're almost at the 5K. Yeah. Like you would never fucking do that. You would never do that. And I'm like, wow, that is infuriating mm-hmm. that I have never had to experience that. And I hate that there are humans that have to. It just makes me so angry. Yep. I was so upset about it. Um, she also said, where is this? She also said, this is huge. So she said, put us on your feeds. Let us know that we're seen and we're valuable in your life. I am going to say we can always do better at this, mm-hmm. but Becca and I work our asses off yes. to make this a thing. We work really hard to amplify the voices that we feel aren't amplified. That is why we're here. And that's like what Becca said, why we are reaching out. We are, we're doing it, guys. We are doing it. We are reaching out and we are making those connections because why? Because we want all of you to be hearing from the source. As beautiful as it is that we're giving this roundup from our Rose Retreat experience and we're doing it with love, it's just not the right. same. 
you know? And we really want to be able to give the humans who are willing mm. to, to gift us with their time their opportunity to say the things that we can't say as eloquently. Mm -hmm. So that was, I mean, I just gave a whole rundown of what Meg had to say. I have one that Adrian, I have something that I love that Adrian said. So good. Um, Adrian Bennett is, she's like a poet. I just want her to read me bedtime stories because everything she says, she says it with such conviction and so eloquently. Mm -hmm. Um, But she explains her definition of body positivity was body positivity is Mm. the mental and self-love is the action that you take. And I think that that's a really great way to, because I think that when we first, I know when I first heard about it, I was a little bit jolted and seeing like, oh my gosh, this is wrong. And it's the total opposite end of the spectrum. But body positivity can also, the acknowledgement of the roots of it can also coexist with that mental that you work on yourself and the self-love that is the action mm-hmm. that you take. And um, why does society amplify the voices of unmarginalized bodies? Like why has this happened for so long? And ultimately it makes people uncomfortable. It pushes them toward the cis, medium-sized, white woman mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. of beautiful. And that's just not the case. 65% of the population is considered plus size. So when you have these, these beauty standards not even representing the majority of, of humans, how is this happening? And that's the gap that we need to close. That is the understanding that we need to create as a society in order to be better. And I think that the conversation around um, people doing better, companies trying to do better, we're get, yes. we're in the right direction. That was a great conversation. It was. Actually. It was. That was a great conversation. And I think that we are doing better, but I still think society is too scared to go towards the opposite and is too scared to resist what we what has been created for all of these years. But I do think that we're in the right directions. But like a company can't say that they carry a size up to 22, 24 and say that that's inclusive because it's not. I forget who it was. I, I think it was Adrian who said that they did a challenge of, okay, with a friend, go shopping when you can go outside. Yeah. Go shopping as yeah. if you are a size 24 plus mm-hmm. and pick out an outfit. And at first her friend was like, yes, this is going to be a blast. Like if we get to like make up an outfit, like a little makeover session. No, it is a privilege to be able to go into a store even up under a size 24 and not find the cute pair of pants that your friend has in a smaller body, find a pair of pants. And that was a really eye-opening experience because you don't realize that privilege that you have. And, um, and that just goes to show that there is so much work that still needs to be done in this movement and in this world. And until it's more universal, those smaller able-bodied white cis women are still going to be considered quote unquote better. And the more that you move away from that, the more you are deemed invaluable and that you are unworthy and that you are ugly in society. And people fear that opposite opposition and they start shaming themselves and others because what else are you going to, you're human. You're seeing the complete opposite of what you are, but know that the people that are representing those, those smaller bodies and those like, you know, um, picture of beauty in society don't even look like that they are they're edited and and photoshopped so the people that are even put on this pedestal of beauty don't even look like the people that are being put on this pedestal of beauty because that's you know that's the pressure that we all feel and the conditioning that we've all had in our whole lives for generations so being more aware of that language and you know Oh, they also talked about, oh, uh, seeing so many people say, oh, I have the quarantine 15. I feel X, Y, Z. 
Oh, I was literally just going to say that. Yes. So sis, I wanted to make clear, sis size is basically up till yeah. size 12. Good clarification, yeah. Um, I want to make that clear because I think it's important. And even where you live, right? Mm-hmm. Things are different. Listen, I just saw a post. Oh, was it the jeans? Who it was by. The jeans yep. that there's 12. Oh, it was Alex. Oh, I'm going to mess it up. I know who it was. Alex. She's from the UK. She had like six or seven pairs of jeans in a size 12 on her bed, mm-hmm. and all of them looked totally different. Completely which is, again, different. Same shape, too. They were all the same. Like, there was not, they were a boot cut leg, whatever it was, straight leg jeans. Yeah. They were not like different size or shapes, just a straight. And it was like, and this is why it's so frustrating yep. to be a woman. Like, you know, and it's so fast. true. So when Adrian said that about the quarantine 15, so I wrote down, again, if you want to be an ally, what do you do? Do the internal fat forward work. What does that look like? Notice language like the quarantine 15. Yep. Y'all, I will not even, I'm not going to lie, okay? I made a post in July. You guys can all happily scroll down my feed and find it. <laughs> I was at my cottage in July and I made a post about how I found the quarantine 15. It won't be hard to find because it was literally my first sentence. And I have considered on multiple occasions deleting that post, archiving that post, and I didn't do it because that is being a total fraud. Right. And that for me is proof that I've grown. Yes. I only want to look back to see how far I've come. And I, as much as I'm embarrassed, that's the point, mm-hmm. right? I want to be made uncomfortable because what am I What am I accomplishing by censoring myself? We already have enough of those issues right now in the world, which more on that, we will have guests talking about that for sure. But noticing language like the quarantine 15, by the time you're actually speaking those things out, you've spent so much time actually thinking those things that it's clearly become part of your own conditioning. Right. So you need to become aware of it, right? When somebody says the quarantine 15, look, I have become that girl who people look at like I have 17 heads in like a social, socially distanced <laughs> circle at the park. Like somebody says something and I'll be like, yeah, so like this is why we really need to be reconsidering whether or not we're using this language. And people are like, bitch, am I at a class? Am I in a, are you a professor? <laughs> and it's like, you know what? Yes. Today I am. Okay. Yes. Today, today I am. But sometimes people just don't want to hear it, right? So I guess it all just starts with us doing the work. And if if we can find the proper the proper platform like this pod to spread that message, because all of y'all listening want to know. You want to learn. Mm-hmm. You want to become better. You want to be empowered. You know. So clearly, we really liked this panel. Yeah, we did. We really. Liked One more it. thing that I really. I, speaking of language, because I think in especially groups of women. They're watching your language around people in larger bodies and saying that you feel fat. When you connect, I feel fat. Fat is a description word. It is not a feeling. So again, the conditioning that we've had, I feel fat. No, you don't. Like you can't feel like you have brown eyes. <laughs> That's a description word. No. So when you, you're you immediately connecting that to negativity, to ugly, to unworthy, to less than. And again, that's a conditioning that we can unlearn. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you really unpack that? What are you actually feeling? Like get the facts instead of bloated. Yeah. Do you feel right? bloated? Do you feel dehydrated? Do you feel tired? Do you feel, 
you know, is it just a bad body image day or a bad body image moment? Like those are things that, that you can, that bitch flow came again. (laughs) She's such a bitch. Unwelcome visitor. Exactly. So just check yourself and maybe just be, and even not even just around other people in different size bodies, but just around yourself, saying that to yourself and realizing the conditioning that you feel about your body, even just making that little change has truly been monumental for me and my body image. Like I, I will never say I feel fat ever again. And I think that that took a lot of self-awareness and practice though. Like I really had to catch myself each time and sit with the, okay, well, no, you can't Mm -hmm. like you, you have fingernails. You can't feel your, like your fingernails. (laughs) So I want to share something super cute that actually happened about the word fat. Um, I put on a pair of jeans this weekend and I, again, in the thick of this conference, so air quotes, AMQ, you know better. I put on a pair of jeans and I go outside and I come back in and I just tell Andrew like, Ugh. without even thinking, I was like, oh, my fat jeans don't even fit. Oh no. And it was honestly the cutest thing in the world. He looked up at me from the desk and he goes, you mean, you mean that pair of jeans doesn't fit you anymore? Oh, <laughs> Andrew. And I was like, yeah, I do. And like, it was like a, you know, he's heard me talk mm-hmm. about doing the work and stuff and he didn't want to like, you know, give me like a, a, like a bad girl, Amanda. Like it, he wanted to be gentle about it, but he was like, you know, reminding mm-hmm. me. And it was so impactful because it shows you that if you do that work, the people around you, it, it's just like anything else, right? The people around you will... They'll follow suit if they want to, you know, right. listen and they'll learn and they'll take it in. And like, he doesn't even realize he's taking it in. Right. And then all of a sudden he's saying that to me right. and I'm like, oh my gosh, it felt nice. Um, okay. Wow. We spent a lot of time on this one. Yeah, I know we did. This is, I, we knew this was going to happen and it's fine because this is like <laughs> why we're here in general. But I think that like the, that now what, right? Yes, you can ch- watch your language. Mm-hmm. Yes, you, oh, you're right. you can immerse yourself in the community and just be comfortable getting uncomfortable. And also for yourself, yeah. recognize that confidence is repeated action over time. You have every right to claim yourself, claim your space, and how you want to feel in it. Not just like, I am here, I deserve to be here, but you also have the right to feel however you want in it. And practice consistently showing up and honoring that action. You can't get to Z if you don't start at A. And I loved that. I think that was Adrian too. You can't get to Z if you don't start at A. Yes. The affirmations. Do you mind if I just run through what her affirmation was? Yeah, do no, no. If you have it all written down, I have like pieces. I typed so, yeah, so fast. So her affirmation that she it's in both of our posts because it was just so beautiful. I am honoring my body today. I am showing up. I am being bold. I am fully embracing who I am, wherever I am in that journey. I am living joyfully. Thank you, body. Thank you for everything you are doing to take care of me today. And today I will honor you in my living experience. <sighs> Let's. It's so good. Like today I will it's honor. Like, we should probably print that out. Yeah. Put it somewhere. Make it a post so, so that good. people can save it too. Because think about that. I will honor you in my living experience. Meaning I refuse to hold myself back from living those experiences because of how I think my body is showing up in the world. And that is where you really get 
from the bridge to self-love to body neutrality that we talk about so much, which I had this totally reversed. (laughs) Yeah. Which is interesting. I definitely didn't, but it's interesting that you, and it's interesting because so that this is a panel self-love from self-love to body neutrality was the next one. And, um, it's interesting because you have such a big focus you as a human, you're so focused on self-love and I'm on this pretty newish, I will say, journey towards body neutrality. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, it was interesting to hear that you had them flip because I I think the biggest thing that I'm realizing is I need to get away from the fact that the way I feel about my body impacts yes. the decisions I yes. make. Because We've all been there, right? You know, when you're like trying stuff on. That's very hard to admit to yourself. Totally. Because it's the little things. It's not the going shopping in the dressing room and the and the grand events nope. that you get ready for. It's quite literally your daily action and how you show up every single yep. day. Yeah. Like I don't go for a walk sometimes with Andrew and Luna because I put on a couple of things and they don't feel comfortable. And so I'm like, I'm not going on a walk. So I'm punishing myself. I'm taking away an experience for myself because why? Because the because the jeans I put mm-hmm. on don't fit me. It makes no sense, right. right? But but in that moment, in that moment, it makes sense to me, even though it's nonsensical, you know. Right. So yeah, this panel. I think this is my favorite. Yes, I agree. This was really good. So you should talk about. You should talk about. Okay, I'll I'll say. So self love, contrary to Becca's belief, <laughs> self love is step one. Mm-hmm neutrality is actually freedom, which is so interesting. So the moment when you don't even think about your body when making decisions, that is true freedom and that equals body neutrality. So full disclosure, in this moment of my life, I am on the journey towards body neutrality, but almost every decision I make is based on my body. Mm -hmm. Almost every single one. And am I proud of that? No. But the thing is, I need, Adrian said, you need to be at A to get to Z. I can't, I can't be like, no, I don't. It's just lying to yourself. Right. You know, it's complete lying to yourself. You're not going to get anywhere. Can't hate yourself healthy like you always yep. say. And you can't lie. I can't say that this morning I didn't try on three outfits before I did my dance workout. Right, right. I, like, I, I 100% did that because I'm having Aunt Flo today visit again. And I was like, mm-hmm, I don't know what fits me today. And, you, you know, I can't say that I didn't make decisions based. Of course I did. That was a huge, that was a big morning decision for AMQ right. today. But how liberating. I can't even imagine. Listen, the day, I think all of us, can, I feel like there's like a collective like, yes, queen. <laughs> like if we can get there, it, as a woman, you can wake up and not make a decision based on your body. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that would look like. I'm going to be really honest. Yeah. I don't think I've ever not been aware. I don't think so either. And I think my my interpretation of body neutrality before this weekend was more so like I feel like not nothing, not that you're numb, but that like neutral yeah. though, like in the right. middle. And then it was like, "Oh, okay, yeah. like it doesn't." But no, the fact that like that's not what neutrality that it's that you don't even have to second guess yourself. In, in what you do or how you are and how you are showing up in life because of your body. I was like, oh, that's a big level up from self-love. <laughs> like, like you, like you have no feelings almost, right. which, which is, <laughs> I'm like, you're telling me to have no feelings. Um, you have lots of, <laughs> like I have, 
we have a lot of feelings. Like we have many. Yes. So I, I just can't imagine a time. And you know what? Listen, if I, if I never, if I never get there, but the intention is that I'm taking, I'm putting one foot in front of the other Mm -hmm. to get there. And I just never really, really get there. Then whatever. I'm still doing the work. Yes. Right. It's, I'm okay with that. And I think that that's something that I need to be okay with is that it's a journey. Like I always say, it's a journey. I make decisions every day. Every day that I'm in eating disorder recovery, I am in eating disorder recovery. That's a decision I make every right. day. And that's a journey. So it's the same thing for your, 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 you're doing your best. You're doing your best yes. to be neutral about your body. You know, speaking of the journey part of it, this was like just a simple line and it wasn't even really heavily touched on, but it made, it immediately choked me up because I feel like when you can't, when you feel like you, it's unattainable yet to have those non feelings Mm -hmm. about your body. And I think we have, we're doing this with the podcast and I think that it was just put together in such a way that I was like, Oh my God, like, this is really it. Like you have created the representation you needed when you were younger. And that's just like the mission of life. And like, that's what we want. That's the ultimate goal is to create that representation and to invite the conversation and everyone to sit at the table, to come together as a community, to make those societal changes that changes that need to be happening. And that's the representation that was needed when we were younger. And I just think that that was just a oof moment. And yeah, we're building what we needed. Yes. Right. Yes. Like dear 15 year old self. Yes. Hi, this podcast. Yeah. 100, (laughs) 175% this podcast. Yes. Imagine like just, I can't, I literally, I just cannot imagine, you know, how Constanza was on this panel and she's so great. 18. She's, she's a, she's a teen. 18 years old. Dear 18 year old self. She spoke though with such conviction and Mm -hmm. like she was wise well beyond her years, but also well beyond. And also though, not because what if there was so many more mindsets like Costanza in this world where she's 18 years old and that's where the change happens. If there was just more people that had that mindset uh, and when she says your deepest wounds reveal your greatest strengths that knocked us, but we couldn't have texted each other fast enough on that because it's how true is that? And even in anybody's life, And, you know, that's why we say stories are so impactful because it's where you really find your strength. And, you know, you wouldn't. It's what makes you resilient. Right. 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 You grow through what you go through. You can't speak to it if you didn't go through it. Yes. Right. I mean, you can try. It's just not going to be genuine. It won't be authentic. Right. And it can't be like a a nodding your head crazily, <laughs> like me too, if it wasn't you too. Like, mm-hmm. I swear my neck hurts so much from sitting here on this computer being like, yes, oh my gosh, same thing. Like literally <laughs> the whole weekend, I felt like just a little AMQ bobblehead. We should get, we should get, I got you boo bobbleheads. Oh my God. Like, that so much. It's so true though, because we just couldn't stop nodding. And, and when so many people are coming together feeling the same way. It's not us that are wrong. It is society that is wrong. It's these systems that are wrong, not us. Our bodies. There's something to be said about that, right? right? That feeling of like knowing you're not alone. Because think about it. When we were teenagers, right? Like, let's just take it back here. There was the internet, sure. But there weren't platforms for a community to collect their thoughts and feels. 
and say, hey, this is what I'm going through. Samesies? There wasn't no. that. And so we couldn't be, I mean, I hate to say this, but you you couldn't collect that external validation. No. You couldn't have the, the, you couldn't feel good about it. I'm, I couldn't talk to my mom. I couldn't talk to my mom about what I was going through because, and, and Becca mentioned this to me uh, probably yesterday that she was just super happy that I opened up about this because I never really, I haven't really opened up about this on the pod yet, but last week's episode with Gabby, I opened up about my, my mom was the source of a lot of, you know, my eating disorders and I couldn't talk to her about it because she was in it. Mm -hmm. She, she couldn't, it was like the goldfish is in the tank, you know? All they see is the water around them. Like that's, that's all she could see. And so I would try and explain it and it just wouldn't work. You know, she just didn't get right. it. And so it was really cool to see in this chat, so many people being like, oh my gosh, truth. Emma at the nutritional blonde. So Love. Great, she said 92% of women have cellulite. I don't know where that I can look up where that fact is from, but she said it, so I believe her. She's a nutritionist, so I believe her too. Yeah. Why is it deemed so ugly when literally everybody has it? Honestly, though, and if y'all need some good cellulite inspiration, go check out our girl Gabby Mail because that girl rocks that and talks about it all the time and normalizes it all the time because guess what? It's, it is. Listen, if 92, can we, that's a staggering number. We're not talking about like, we're riding the middle here with like 54%, which could be like, give or take, right. carry the one minus carry 0%, the one. whatever the fuck, you know, like it's 92% is a big number. Like that's, that's almost hundred percent yeah. of people have it. It's like, how is something like that deemed so ugly? Because somebody told us. Like who? who? We don't know. Who told us? We have no idea. Who makes these rules over all these years? Like you are not wrong. Okay. But think about it. When you were watching Clueless, did, did the girls on Clueless have cellulite? Absolutely the fuck not. Did the girls on Dawson's Creek? I mean, I love Dawson's Creek. Nope. OC? Nope. 90210? Nope. Melrose Place? Nope. I don't know. The Hills? Did they? I don't know. The point is, the shows that I was watching as a kid, teen, tween, they didn't, they didn't show those things. So when you find it on your body, it's different then. Right. You're an other then right? You don't want to be an other. Nobody wants to be an other. So then you work super hard to get rid of it. Whatever that looks like never works because it's not the most go away because it's, it's there for, for literal biological reasons. Oh my gosh, I could go on. <laughs> I could go on. And we will throughout the next few episodes. <laughs> One thing that was said about um, the insecurities that we have, which touches on why I, I think you might have thought it was like body neutrality, then self-love, um, was the insecurities that we have are learned. They become our own voice. Right. So then learning to tune out the outside voices and tune back into the inside voice is really difficult because look, there's one of you and how many of everyone else? Right. So that's really easy, yeah, to say, oh, just tune it out. Like we, you know, we say it to each other yeah. all the time. Just ignore right? them. We're always like, Oh my gosh, like, bye Felicia. Like, listen, as much as I would love that if there was only one Felicia in my life ever, <laughs> I probably, I could probably like bop it, twist it, shove it, whatever. If there was one Felicia. Shove it. That's a new one. Yeah. That's a new part of that <laughs> game. There isn't, there isn't one Felicia. Okay. There's many Felicias. So it's like, 
you know, again, it's, it's, this conference made me feel like we're not alone. So that was really nice. And just knowing that you can link arms with other people is, is just huge. And also lean into that knowing that what you have felt about your body is what society has deemed you to think. And that's not the truth. That's not real. Like says who Mm -hmm. you need to be this, but like says for where, or that your belly isn't cute because it sticks out. It's also protecting your organs and also says who, (laughs) right? Who like, and when you really break it down, who is saying these things? Who are you giving this control to take that control back? And you have every power to do that because like you just said, 92% of people, that's, I'd like to round up in the world. <laughs> that's, that's a lot more than half. Because we really like math here, so it makes it easier. Yeah, I'm no, I'm no mathematician, but I'm pretty sure that's a fuck ton of people who, you all can't be wrong. It's like when you look into the room and you think that like everyone's no. the asshole, you're no. probably the asshole. So like society in this case is the asshole. You are not the asshole for looking the way that you do and feeling the way that you do in your body and thinking that something's wrong with you. Nothing is wrong with you. What's wrong is the systems that have made you think this way. And not necessarily just about your body, just about how you live your life and how you feel confident in showing up. And I think that's another thing too, that self-love isn't necessarily, for me personally, my definition of self-love is not um, just your body. It's your whole being and your whole self, which is where that, that confidence is a muscle and you need to work that muscle. And that takes a lot of work every day, every decision that you make. But I think that for me, so, because you, you see it differently, because th- my body is such a fixation for me. Right, that, that's that in the forefront. Self love, it's just in the forefront. Yeah. So when people are like, "Oh, it's more than self love," is more than mm-hmm. how you feel about your body. I'm like, is it? Like, I, I'm literally like, oh, what's that like? Like, I, in all seriousness, mm-hmm. because I can't get past that. Like, I'm not there yet, and. So it's fascinating to me. Like, I'm going to be so excited to be on that other side. Hopefully, Mm -hmm. you know, I get there. And I'm going to be so hyper aware when I do get there because it's going to be like, whoa. And it's not linear when you do. Trust me. (laughs) Yeah, no. Like, I, I, I can't, I don't know who said this, but it made me so happy because I'm all about the, I always like those analogies of, if, you know, if they're taking up space and they're not paying rent, like a mm-hmm. victim. Yeah. My lovely friend, Chris Downing is always talking about that. And he's so right. I get weekly <laughs> reminders about this, <laughs> but don't lease out your self-esteem. Mm. So what that essentially means is you're allowing someone else, somebody else to make decisions on how you feel about yourself, like what you said, right? Right. According to who? Says who? Says who that we have to feel this way about our bodies? Like, no. Right. No. So there we go. And self-esteem, even self, yourself, we say you are more than a body. So self-love, yourself is more than your body. So your love runs deeper than your body because you are more than a body. Mm -hmm. Sit on that and twist. (laughs) Do a split. (laughs) Put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. It's your primitive and wet yet. It's your primitive and wet yet. Wow. Okay. All right. So that, um, well, there were so many panels. There were so many. We like barely touched the surface. Yeah. Like this is just here. Let's, 
Let me go back and say there was a few really great, great topics around mental health post-pandemic. Yes. This has to and be our how next. To navigate that. Yes, our next yeah, one. Yeah, we're going to talk about this. Yeah. Me and you are going to shoot the shit about this for sure. Ooh. Um, breaking down societal size stigmas, again, clearly was a big over and under, like overly, overlying, underlying topic of the whole thing, right. which it needs to be. Um, oh, they did such a great job of ending the conference with, if y'all don't know who Jam Gamble is, right, it's she down. is, oh my goodness. So she's a spoken word artist. She basically, her whole thing is she teaches you how to hashtag slay the mic if you want to feel like somebody is like reaching into your brain and like and like crumpling up the piece of paper where you've written all the not so nice things about yourself and then chucking it in the fuck it bucket, mm-hmm. that's what she does. She is I am Jam Gamble on Instagram if you guys want to check her out. I am the Jam greatest. Gamble. And I think that her definition of what's the difference between someone asked this in the chat, um what is the difference between the words that you tell yourself and your voice and the words are saying it and your voice is the inflection and the energy that you give to those words. So it's not just staring in the mirror and saying these things. It's the energy and the inflection that you give and the power that you give them in the way that you say them and the way and your deliverance in them. And then follow that up with the action that you take based on that voice. Um, you know, the more you speak into it, lean into your intention and you will always find your voice. And I, I, sh- I am Jam Gamble. That's you. That's like you. Oh my God. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. But think about it. Think of, okay. For any of us, for any of us who are blessed to listen to Becca, watch Becca on social media, oh. you know, you know that she doesn't like when you're talking. So when you're like cheering somebody on or even yourself on, like, let's say you're telling a story and you're speaking on your stories and you're telling a story about something that happened to you that day or how you felt on any given day. You're not just like, and then I was like, yes, queen. <laughs> you know, you're like, yes, queen, blooming ass bitch. I don't ever remember <laughs> saying queen. That's very kind of you, but I do see what you're saying. It's the inflection that you're giving. You know what I mean? Giving. You can't yeah. just, totally, you can't just be like, okay, if we said, if you say, Yes, queen. But you literally just say yes, queen. Mm, no, yeah. like then the delivery just it doesn't land. The delivery was not delivered to the proper door. Okay. <laughs> or if you like, if you want to like hype up your friend and she's not feeling great, and you say, you know what, you're just a beautiful ass bitch. <laughs> no, you are a beautiful ass bitch. Like the way that you say it. And I think that that, I don't yeah. even realize that that even, ha- that was a pause moment of growth for sure. That was just, that was very kind of you. Yes. I, I never really thought of that. But it's true, right? Like that you put, you, you have to listen, there's, you didn't just wake up like that, right? That's what no, you did. No. So your tonality is very important and the words are great. Sure. Words are great. Words are great. But you guys have heard us say this. They don't mean shit. You can have nope. 85 post-it notes on your mirror. You would have so many post-it notes that you can hardly see a reflection on your mirror. And that's a whole other problem because you try, are you trying to cover it on purpose? Hmm? Are you? Ask yourself. Ooh. But, because I, I used to do that. I used to be like, so cute. Look at me. Oh wow. my God, so cute. I can't even take a selfie. That's fine. I don't need to take a selfie. I'm not kidding. Like, this is actually what I did. But 
Shout out to Airy Fitting Rooms because they inspired me with the post-it notes. I just took it to a whole new level. That was not <laughs> that was not self-love focused at all. Who needs five? I need fifty. It was an yeah, it was an AMQ problem, not an Airy problem. <laughs> but a hundred percent, those affirmations, if you're just kind of looking at them and you're not believing them, they're not affirmations. Becca always says, affirm it claim for it. yourself. Like claim it. And mm-hmm. if you're not claiming it, it's not an affirmation. So that's just, right. she's just the greatest. Dream board of guests, everyone. Let's all put, yes. let's put Jam. We don't even need to be here if Jam is on. We'll just, no. we'll just be like, we're, we're going to go. <laughs> and she was so engaging in the chat too. Like she really leaned into what we had to say, especially because that's so difficult sometimes in a virtual event. Yeah. But she did a fantastic job of speaking and saying the things that she needs, quite literally slaying the mic. That's what she does. <laughs> Um, but also leaning into our needs as attendees of the retreat and really asking us what we needed. And I thought that she's just, oh my gosh. Yeah. Her spirit shines so bright. She wore a leotard. She was really excited to show us the leotard. It was adorable. She was jumping. She was jumping around. It was was, You just had to be there. So, you know, you had to be there. One thing that Gabby actually finished This wasn't on a panel. This wasn't anything. I could tell that she wanted to say it before the conference was over because it was just something she said she had seen on TikTok, just a quote she had seen on TikTok. And I took it down because we connected about our mamas. And she said, I knew how I acted would become their inner voice one day. And the quote was in reference to, I mean, quite literally being a mom. And just, or at least even being a figure in that space. And so I took it as like, okay, I'm going to be a mom one day. Sure. I know, I know how I want to be speaking to myself. I'm doing the work now so that my daughter's sons don't feel the way that I did. But mm-hmm. also if we're in the ring, we're in the ring, right? And we're ready to rumble. Ready to rumble. And you and I, we're ready. Like, we need to know that how we're acting and our vulnerability and the language that we use and how we approach everything that we do in this space is going to be someone's inner voice one day. And someone will say, we hope that's the goal. <laughs> that's the goal, right? Someone is going to say, hey, I remember this time when this guest on this pod said this, or when Becca said this, or when AMQ said this, that's the idea. And it, there's a lot of power in that. And there's a lot of responsibility in that. My responsibility, yeah. And that's scary, but awesome. <laughs> and, and you know, I looked at Mick and I looked at Gabby and I saw them on that screen and I was just like, oh, I'm going to cry. I was just like. Oh, no, don't. They, I can't look They you. worked so hard for that. And they work every day for it. And they have their own struggles within themselves and then they like support each other and then they don't really understand each other sometimes and they, they, they are okay with that and they get it. And it just, like I texted Becca at the end and I was just like, watching these two makes me so proud of us and how good we are with each other and giving each other the space that we need to be who we are and work through the shit that we work through. And even if we're not the nicest to each other sometimes, we give each other that space. And I think that they touched on the fact that everyone in the chat is like, you guys are friendship goals, like friendship goals. And I think me and Becca are friendship goals, but I think we're that because it's unlike a friendship I've ever had with anyone because I can call her on her shit. She can call me on mine and I'm not worried about it. Like I don't lose sleep at night being like, oh my God, because we're... 
we're doing such challenging stuff on a daily basis for ourselves and we're doing it together. And so it's such a nice, it was just a really, one of those moments where I projected totally like what, what we yes. want to do with this and how, how we have bigger views for what we're doing because, you know, you can never know where life's going to take you, but you can definitely set those those goal posts, you know, along the way. And that was just watching them survive this virtual event and have it go off so well. And if anything went wrong, let me tell you, we didn't notice. You know what I mean? Know. Like, you know. We had, we had no all. idea. We were like, okay. Like if, if anything went badly. Yeah. Oh, I remember I got a message um, from our lovely friend Kim who said a beautiful poem and she said she messed up at the end and she was like, did you notice? And I was like, no, what do you think? <laughs> Listen. It, it sounded like angels singing, so no. <laughs> yeah, we were like, I'm like, there's no way I would have ever, I think I was just glued. Like yeah. literally a horse could have galloped across the screen and I would have been like, wow, nice touch, you know? Yes, <laughs> like, yes. I would have never been like, that's weird that there's a horse there. Like I definitely would have been like, <laughs> I'm serious. That's weird that there's a horse there. <laughs> I would have been like, wow, how I mean, majestic. Was- Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Majestic ass thing. Um, I want to circle back though the way <laughs> to what you said. Because I think that that is so important in this and in a time where I mean we're gonna talk later. Cool, on- I need time to wipe my tears with my scrunchie anyway. Yeah, good. That's <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> I think that it was so like we we felt like we texted each other we we're like we're like the the brunette version of <laughs> of Mick and Gabby because there were times where you know it's it's hard that yeah. life has been hard and we have created this beautiful friendship and had the tough conversations and have not connected sometimes no and it's okay to speak on it you're not going to but how you communicate I think is huge and there's I have trouble with confrontations <laughs> I'm still working on it but there's times where like AMQ will just straight up voice note me and be like cut your shit tell me what you feel <laughs> yeah and I'm like I'm like which what's happening like is something happening and I'm like I don't know and, and I don't she'll be like no I'm like okay well <laughs> But like, but imagine like a one. So like, we're like, and then I'm like, but okay. So what's actually the problem? She's like, nothing. Of course I'm going to be like, "Mm." it's fine. Or I'll just be like, no, it's fine. Because I I very much like, I try and say that like, oh, it's a, it's a pick your battle type of mentality. But like, no, that's not, that's also not healthy because you also need to be able to speak what, how you're feeling. But I like that you kind of pull that out of me because that's something that I've never, I've always struggled with. No, you're going to tell me how you feel. And also side note, I just made the most banging ass tacos. So like, I think that we have a nice thing in in that set. Yeah. Like in the same voice note. That's a very, this is not like hard thing to do. Like. Honestly, it's it's not an easy thing to yeah. do. And I'm just like, wow, damn. I just had like a moment where I was like, damn, okay. That's nice to know that, you know, I mean, we're doing it. And like we're going to get back. We're going to figure this shit out. Yeah, we're going like, to figure we this, this shit out. We got yeah. it. We can do That's it. why it's called I Got You Boo. <laughs> but I also want you, but the Boo crew and the listeners to know that when you hear AMQ and I speak on our journey and speak in the way that we do and like, Try and hope that it's inspiring. I mean, I think it is inspiring people to change how our story matters. Yeah, our story matters. But also just knowing that 
Your words plus your voice plus your energy is a beautiful combination. And what you're hearing from us is a version of ourselves that have gone through a whole lot of shit to get to this point. We are not just coming out of the gates like we've always. And I think that, yes, we share parts of our story and what connects us to each topic that we talk about. But just knowing that even speaking on that we had to go through a whole lot of shit. You're not seeing, we don't come out of the gates and feel this way. It takes a lot of work and you're seeing a version of ourselves that have gone through it Mm -hmm. in order to feel comfortable enough to even, like we have said a thousand times in this episode, get in the ring. And it feels really good to be here as much as it makes your butthole tight because it's discomfort. Getting comfortable sitting in this discomfort will change your life. It will absolutely change. One step at a time. Even when it feels like, oh, it's not a big deal, but no, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Even those little things that you're like, well, I mean, it's not a really big deal, but I didn't talk shit on myself this morning when I was getting ready for work. No, no, that's a huge deal. Yeah. And you deserve to celebrate that. Yeah. And your voice with the inflection that you would be telling your best friend. Be like, yes, I'm so proud of you. Yes, you should be saying that to yourself. And um, Mm -hmm. lean into it and claim it because you deserve to live that life. There's too much life to live. And this year has taught us all that life is way too short to waste any more time worrying about what everyone else thinks about your body and how you're showing up in the world and what you're doing with your life. Mm -hmm. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. According to who? (laughs) According to the fuck who? You know, who's got the rule book? Does anybody know? Has any? Oh, Malin, you're going to have to go looking for this clip. Has anybody heard of Marcel the Shell? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Marcel the Shell once said, Yes. Compared to what? <laughs> Sometimes people say that my head is too big for my body, and then I say, Compared to what? <laughs> Marcel the Shell, noted. Marcel the Shell wears shoes. <laughs> she has cute little sneakers and googly eyes. And it's adorable. And I love Marcel Lachelle, and she should come back. Let's contact Marcel. (laughs) We need to contact. Oh, my gosh. Google it. Marcel Lachelle is a guest on the pod. Imagine. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's when we know we really need to (laughs) rebrand. We start having fucking cartoons. A conch shell. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Oh, my God. uh, we've We've spoken about... Gabby and the retreat and all of the amazing humans and just we are not going to sit here and list them all, but we will list everyone who is a guest speaker, the events team. We will list that in our show notes because credit where credit is due, boo. We love to give it. But something that we've been noticing and Beck and I just really haven't given it the attention it deserves, quite frankly, these last couple of weeks, we've been working super hard behind the scenes securing incredible humans to be on this pod. And in that process, a lot of you have been showing us an outpouring of love and support for the episodes we've already put out there. And one of the reviews that came in this week was about Gabby's episode, and it was titled Body Conversations. Love this episode with Gabby Mail. We've been so fixated on body positivity, and it's so informative to learn about all the other ways we can see and think about our bodies and how our mindset shifts from one mode to another. Thanks, AMQ and Becca, for bringing this to us. So that's from Jazzy001. Thanks, Jazzy. (laughs) Love it when you put your name in the box for names. (laughs) Want to know why we love it? (laughs) Yes. 
Tell them. Tell, tell them, us. Tell them why. No, you tell them. Oh. Tell them why. We <laughs> we want to be able to say your names because, A, otherwise we're going to make up ridiculous ones for you. Yeah. And, B, we have had so much fun putting the things that, you know, sharing your face and building that community on our page. So we want to be able to personally thank you. And we don't know that if your names are sounding like a a Wi-Fi password that they give you when you first register for things. Um, which leads me to the next <laughs> review because we want to be able to thank you personally and slide into your DM. Um, the the subject line is just a couple of girls having some girl talk. AMQ and Becca have slayed this podcast. I love the chemistry they have and how I am drawn into the conversation with them, which is such a... Nice compliment. Love. In times where isolation is real, feeling like I was sitting with girlfriends was so nice. I love the not so flowery stuff. That's what this world needs to help normalize everyone's thoughts and feelings. I can't wait for Thursdays. And that is J H X E G V. Who dat? Who dat though? Who dat? <laughs> Who dat? Because uh, your name can't right give now credits. is where credit is due, boo. <laughs> okay we don't know who you are <laughs> so just and we want to yeah we want to build this community this a very important public service announcement that if you're going to leave a review please let us know who you are thank you so yes much. so thank you so much if you love our vibe and you're already listening and you think that what you're listening to can help teach entertain even somebody mm-hmm. in your life Please, you know, send that send that episode to them. Let them know who we are and how they can follow us. We always say like, review. I'm messing it up. Review, like, share, subscribe. Do the things. things. Show us the love (laughs) because it really does. Quite honestly, like Becca said, just like those small things that we think aren't a big deal when we're talking to ourselves, we see your reviews. We see them. Mm -hmm. We see your emails. And guess who else sees those? The humans who we have on the pod. You don't think that I sent this to Gabby already? (laughs) 100%. (laughs) You know, this is, people want to know. They want to be heard and seen. We want you to be heard and seen. And the only way to do that is to be taking the time out of your day to be that person, unlike the humans who are so often on the interwebs who only write the bad reviews, right? You, you always go to, like, look for reviews on something you're trying to get. It's a bad scroll. review. Yeah. <laughs> Leave the good review, okay? Leave the bad review, too, okay? If you don't like what we're doing, whatever. We're always here for a moment of growth. Yeah. yeah. Just don't hide behind it. Don't be a troll. Like, if you're going to leave a bad review, tell us who you are, where you're from, what you do. Mm. <laughs> where you live at. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. And and always please email us. AMQ and I, we talk about it all the time that we love sending each other these, look at this DM I got, or love. look at this, you know, check check our I got you boo Instagram DM, or just email us to hello, hello with three O's at I got you boo pod.com. We truly love to hear from you. It's quite literally why we made it. We didn't make this email to not hear from anyone. <laughs> we made it to hear from you. Um, and Open up those doors of conversation because you are worth it. And we love to hear your feedback and your feels. Or even if you disagree, if you're having trouble with something, it's what we're here for. Yep. And as always, don't forget, if you're having trouble figuring out life, same. But we're in it together because you're not alone. I I got got you, boo. Kate, thanks. Love you. Bye. Bye.